Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox, and we are here talking Step 9, Intention. And our focus tonight is self-doubt decreases when we are uh, using intentions and being intentional. So let's get this conversation going. Let me introduce my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayer. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm ready to have a a great conversation with our special guest. Yes, yes. And speaking of that special guest, we are super excited to have on the show tonight for the first time our uh, beautiful friend who is up with us at midnight her time and from Canada. Please welcome Angela Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're so glad to be here. We are excited to have you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All kinds of noises coming from your house. Um, Apparently, yes. So, um, so uh, please tell our audience uh, what uh, what it is you get to do and who it is you get to serve. So I am a mindset coach. Actually, what I really am is I'm a champion for women's courage. I'm an international speaker, author, and I'm a financial healer. And I really talk to people about money so that it becomes something in their lives, nothing to, nothing that has power over them, nothing that, that they need to fear or dread or anything like that. And they can just relax and have it part of their life. And the people that I serve are women yeah. over 35 that are in that real season of change, you know, changing, chasing up things, and but they know deep inside that there is something more that they want. They just need some help finding the path to, to that. Awesome. I love it. Yes, your services are greatly needed. Um, we are not taught enough about money, and there is – um, just this mentality of um, not talking about it um, and then beating yourself up for not knowing better. <laughs> so it's um, an interesting dynamic. So, yeah, it sure is. Angela, it's something that we really need to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, what does intention mean to you? Intention for me, what it means is to be, to, to focus and be clear, to have really great clarity and be very present in your life, where you are and where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And how does self-doubt decreasing play into that? The way I see that is, when you have that, that real clarity and you're operating in the present moment, the self-doubt decreases because 
you're focused on where you want to go and you're clear in your heart on where you want to go. So it lets, it lets you let go of the monkey mind that pulls you into self-doubt and lets you be in the flow of your life. Interesting. I love that. So tell me more about monkey mind. So monkey mind, some people, it has different names. Some people call it monkey mind. I lots of times call it um, your inner chatter or your, some people call it your egoic voice. And that's the voice in your head that is, talks sometimes, especially if you're in a real self-doubt time, it talks very loud and typically the words are negative. And they're trying, and it's trying to keep you in a spot mm-hmm. of that absolute comfort and struggle. That's what it is. It's never usually a very pleasant. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get that. That's what we would call the voice of fear. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. And now we have a new name for it. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I love that. I love how you talk about in, um, intention being um, want something of clarity and focus and how that decreases um, when and our self-doubt decreases when we have that clarity and that focus. So I love that. Uh, Terry, what are, what's going through your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think uh, living intentionally uh, does bring clarity and focus. It gives you, it gives you a path to follow as well. I mean, we we think of intentions and intentional living, and I mean, there's a lot of layers to intentions. But I think for for us in fearless living, we use those as a tool uh, to combat expectations, because expectations tend to uh, you know into that monkey chatter in our heads because we get frustrated, we get uh, disappointed, we become angry, whatever, when our expectations aren't met. And those are expectations we have of ourselves, as well as expectations we perceive from others, expectations from our environment. You know, I think um, in that way, intentions are, are a tool. And so we teach our clients how to write intentions uh, to guide them, give them clarity in what they want, and to help them set goals uh, that will um, help them meet those intentions. So intentions are something we're willing to practice. And just that word practice relieves that expectation of perfection. And I, I often talk about how I'm a recovering perfectionist, and intentions are definitely one of the tools that I use on a daily basis, as well as uh, for the the focus and mission and purpose of my life, so I have an overarching intention that um, affects everything that I do think and say in a holistic way, uh, both in a short term and a long term. And then I write a daily intention based upon what I want to do around that day. And then I have areas in my life where I have intentions with specific goals, like in health and self-care. I have an intention and I have five goals that I practice daily and I intend to practice daily. If I don't get to all five of them, I don't beat myself up because it's not an expectation. It's an intention to practice, which relieves that um, that desire to beat yourself up because you didn't do everything on your list. 
it's it's just again it's a mindset it's a way to live intentionally mindfully so that you're having compassion for yourself you're telling yourself yourself the truth and you're also being personal personally accountable and that's what the intention does for me when i set set those goals to reach that intention and support that intention so i think there's a lot of uh, facets to intention intentional living both as a, w- a way of you know way of being and a tool to assist us in being clear about that path that we've set ourselves for ourselves that mission that passion in our lives to uh, to become what we desire to be and what we can work at by practicing daily intentions uh you know intentions around a particular area in our life and then a lifetime intention that guides us in everything that we do. So long answer to short question. Yes. <laughs> but that's true. We we do have the tool of intention, which we talked about before. And this the step of intention is um is a way of being. Um and uh it is still a choice. It's still something you're going to practice. You're going to practice being mindful. You're going to practice being intentional. You're going to practice being um, focused and clear and um, aware um, and willing to to take those steps necessary to uh, expand your comfort zone and um, take bigger risks and all of the good stuff that we encourage you to do. <laughs> so. There is definitely the step of intention and the tool of intention. And I think the tool of intention um, definitely comes into play with um, Angela's definition of intention because it gets everything real clear and you know exactly what you're doing when you have, when you write that intention statement. Um, and it, it, you know exactly what you're going to practice. And like Terry said, you have those five goals that are going to support your intention. Um, and so if my, ten, if my intention is, uh, like Terry said, she has one around her health. Um, I have one around trusting myself more. And so one of my goals is to write five acknowledgments um, because that tool supports me in trusting myself. So, um, you know, one of my goals is to make a decision on my own. Um, one of my goals is to um, is to trust those around me, um, because if I'm not trusting myself, I can't trust um, others. So um, there's different things that I can practice that will support me in my overall intention of uh, trusting myself more. So we have goals underneath our intentions, and those intention statements are what support us in being intentional. Um, so, yeah, I uh, love everything you said. And, um, Angela, did you have a tool that you wanted to share with us? Well, it's interesting, Kelly, because it really comes – into sort of what you and Terry were both saying. And one of the one of the tools that I use to keep very intentional and you know it's interesting because the other word that I use um, in tandem with that is 
I use intentional living, but I also say conscious living. And again, mm. it's, it's the mm-hmm. idea of being very focused. And so what I find mm-hmm. here is, and, and I get my, my clients to do this a lot, is to, to journal, to really be specific about what's going on in their life and where they want to go and how they want, the steps that they know right now that they can, that they can take. Because each step that we take, again, exponentiates on the one before. And we don't have to know all the steps, but if we have an idea of where we want to go, at least we can start taking steps. And the other reason that I really get people to write things down is because then you can go back and revisit it. And what it does mm-hmm. is when we have those little times of self-doubt, what we can do is we can see evidence of when things were, were really going, going well and how we were really intentional, mm-hmm. we were focused and what have you. And it brings you back to that spot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. We write our intention statements down. Um, and as I said, one of my goals is to write five acknowledgments a day. I write those acknowledgments down as well. And it's for the same reason to be able to go back and to read them and to remind myself uh, of my intention, to remind myself of how I'm practicing that intention and to remind myself um, that I am growing, that I am uh, trusting myself more. Um, so I love that. Journaling is a powerful tool. And I think that sometimes we can get overwhelmed in journaling. I know that I can, um, where I feel like I have to do it a certain way or it has to be so long or it has to be structured in some way. And really, we can do whatever we want. Um, we can write words. We can draw a picture. We can, we can um, you know, journal out our thoughts and our feelings however we want. And we don't need to limit ourselves. No, absolutely not. How many not. It's, it's do you have journal. in your house, Angela? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> But yeah, no, Kelly, you're right. You know, it's it's your journal, and you get to choose on exactly how you want to do it. There's no right or wrong way. It's just a, a great methodology that you can come back and revisit because I think revisiting is so important because we collect evidence of times on how we're not doing things in the right way, or we're not growing fast enough, or blah blah, which goes along with the um, just lost my word. I am sorry expectations that Terry was talking about before, (laughs) it plays right into Mm -hmm. that. However, when you can go back and revisit and actually see all the evidence of how far you've really come, that can just boost you so much and keep you on that path of growth. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Terry, what about you? Well, I think I said just about everything I wanted to say, um, but I, I know that intentions are, um, you know, very useful to me because I, before I write, before I began writing uh, gratitudes and acknowledgments and intentions on a daily basis, I've always been a journaler and a writer because that's how I process. Even if I don't go back and read it, I 
I process through writing. And so I'll remember uh, remember whatever it is that I'm, you know, uh, in striving to remember if I write it down. But I, I love the idea of going back. I just finished doing a, a class with Angela, which was amazing. And I take notes whenever I'm in a, in a workshop, in a class, listening to a talk. I take notes because that keeps me focused and allows me to not be distracted and does give me that evidence of, um, you know, information to process and that I, that I was in the present and I was, was there and paying attention. And so we had a little, we had a meeting this morning and I was able to go back and look at my notes and recall the things that I had uh, made, made an intention around to practice and that I was practicing a lot of those things. And Angela, being the good coach that she is, acknowledged me for that. And helped me to see that <laughs> I was making progress. I was indeed, um, you know, doing the things that I intended to do. And and then I set some some more clear ways of doing things and continuing that process. So I think writing down goals, writing down our dreams, writing down our intentions, our gratitudes, our acknowledgments are all positive ways to stay in that area of clarity and focus, and a way to evaluate and look at our look at our progress in a way to what's next. You know, how can I did that work? So it gives you that opportunity to reflect, as well as to um, analyze and then evaluate and make new. You know, make a new intention based upon the evidence that you've collected thus far. Is it working? Is it is it supporting me? What, how can I tweak that to make it more supporting and really utilize that journaling as a way to uh, continue to make progress? And I think intentions are mm-hmm. really a foundation piece of that journey. Yeah. And with the subtopic this week of self-doubt decreases, how, does, how do intentions support you with decreasing your self-doubt? Well, I think Angela just said that really well. It's, you know, as you collect the evidence that you're moving forward with your intentions and you're acknowledging yourself, you know, acknowledging yourself alone decreases self-doubt because it builds builds confidence. And so I think intentions in that way build confidence. And confidence, um, you know, is an anecdote to self-doubt. You know, you trust yourself, you see your growth, you have faith in your journey. And, you know, so it it definitely addresses self-doubt. I agree. I agree. I think acknowledgments are a huge tool to decrease self-doubt. And when we can acknowledge how we're practicing our intention and we're being intentional, um, that will support that decrease and self-doubt even more. It's I think writing our acknowledgments around how we're keeping our commitments to ourselves, how we're uh, making intentional choices, how we're uh, continuing to practice uh, the tools that we've learned or the strategies that we've that we've taken on. Um, acknowledging all of those things is going to definitely increase our confidence. Uh, definitely. Um, have us uh, believing in ourselves 
and more willing to step out and take bigger risks. And as we step out and take bigger risks, we're getting closer to the person who we want to be and closer to um, our dreams and, and living that life that we want to live. And I think that intentions are definitely a major tool in that process. Well, Angela encourages her clients uh, to do that. She calls them celebrations. And I think that's, you know, that's a synonym for acknowledgments. You know, you celebrate the things that you, that you've been able to be accountable to. And, and, uh, you know, so I know that's an important part of her program as well. Yeah. Angela, tell us more about that. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's one of those things that as women, we, we don't celebrate ourselves enough. Um, you know, we might celebrate, you know, the, the big, the big milestone accomplishments and what have you, but it's really about cele- celebrating ourselves every single day. So it is very much like acknowledgement. And I use this with my clients all the time. I also, when I'm running, um, I have a, an in-person community that, that I run every month and, and that's when each of us introduce ourselves. So that's one of the things I ask the ladies to say is, like, please give us a celebration because we mm-hmm. want to celebrate with you. And the other thing is so fascinating with this topic, the other thing that I've brought into that is also having each of the ladies give one to three words that's their intention for the month for when we come back the next time. And we write them down or we revisit them. And it's so fun to watch the ladies get so excited because they're like, yes, I really did do that. And again, it's, mm-hmm. it's another way of celebrating ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, we are getting down to that time where we're about to wrap up. So, Angela, I want to give you uh, some time to share with the audience how they can find you, and if you have anything coming up that you'd like to invite them to. Great. Thanks, Kelly. So you can find me, my website is www.angelaunlimited.com. You can also find me on Facebook if you search for Angela Unlimited, and the same on Instagram. And on LinkedIn, you can find me under Angela Wilson. And that's all the social media things. Awesome. And then coming up on June the 21st, I have one of my free workshops coming up called Master Your Money Mindset. And it is at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. So that will be 9 a.m. Pacific. And you can look me up on Facebook to get the, to get the link for that. Or you can reach out to me at Angela at AngelaUnlimited.com, and I would be more than happy to get you signed up. Yeah. Awesome. And you can also post about that in our Facebook group, Get Fearless with Fearless Generations at any, or no, any, I said it wrong. Get Fearless at any age with Fearless Generations. Um, please post it in there so our, uh, our peeps can have one-click access to uh, sign up for that because that's definitely something we encourage uh, everyone to uh, to look into. I sure will. <laughs> awesome. 
Awesome. So, Angela, if there was one thing that you wanted the listeners to get from this call tonight, what would it be? It really is the one thing really comes down to get really clear about what you really want and go after that and go after after it very intentionally. I talk a lot about a lot about dreams. We've mentioned dreams here and that's that's one of those things. Once you get intentional and you're going after the life of your heart's desire, then what happens is your life just becomes magical and you just you live with joy in your heart all the time. And to me that's one of the overarching choice points in life is to, to be joyful. Mhm. Yeah. I love that. Terry, how about you? One thing you would want our listeners to walk away with. Yeah, I just think that um intention is a a state of being. It involves seeing what you clearly want. And being able to articulate that, write it down, what is it that you want, and then being willing to practice that and not beating yourself up when you don't, uh, you know, if you attach yourself to a specific outcome, then you beat yourself up if you don't get there. So living in the moment, in the present moment with clarity and practicing those things that can bring you that joy, to bring you that uh, goal, to bring you that dream. And just to be intentional about that, but at the same time, having compassion for yourself, being honest with yourself, and being accountable. And I think those that all work synergistically to bring you to that place of joy, which is why we were created. So I think just really, you know, all, that's more than one thing I know, but just kind of put that together and not say <laughs> the word is synergy. <laughs> the synergy of being clear yeah. and being intentional. I love it. Yeah, I think I am someone who is challenged by self-doubt quite a bit. Um, so I I love this topic of decreasing that self-doubt. And intentions definitely, um, the tool of intention can definitely support you on that path to be more intentional um, and, you know, get that clarity and have those clear steps that you're practicing. And in any moment when something comes up, you know, you know what you're going to do. You know what aligns with you. You know what you value. You know which direction uh, is best for you. And so you can move in that direction. And that self-doubt will will start to fade away and you'll be able to really trust yourself and trust um, that you know what you want and trust that you are capable of getting, you're worthy, you're all of those things um, to get what you want and to maintain what you want. And, and all of that, um, you know, you, um, you can believe that, that it can happen um, because it can. And um, I love everything that everyone has shared tonight. Angela, we so appreciate you being here and especially staying up so late with us. We appreciate all of your, your cuckoo clocks 
and be able to share in that with you as well. And um, just a great time here with you. Oh, thank you so much for having me on tonight, ladies. It's been absolutely wonderful. I always enjoy talking with both of you, and this is a great topic. I love the, the topic of intention. Yeah. So thanks for having me. Well, thank great. you. For, thank you. And we want for your wisdom. Yes. Yes. We want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. You can find everything Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org. You can find about our complimentary workshop that we do every month on the second Saturday from 10 to 11.30 Pacific. And you can find out about our Fearless Life workshop that we do on the fourth Monday of every night, of every month from 5.30 to 7. And this month, it, uh, we are going to be talking about no complaining and what we can do instead of and how we can shift that mindset of wanting to uh, complain to one of being uh, grateful and seeing that silver lining. So we encourage you to look into that. That's all on the website as well as everything else we do and all of the past episodes of the podcast. So if you'd like to hear more about intention, you can go find more episodes to listen to. And, of course, come back next week. We'll still be talking about intention. So until then, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Thank you, Angela. Thanks so much, ladies.